Hi everyone and welcome today for Book Talks with Shweta Rohira. Today on my secret bookshelf, today in this Book Talks, we have a guest, Amaya Prabhu, on his current book, The Rock Babas and Other Stories. Well, this book has a couple of short stories, but every story is going to move you, is going to keep you thinking and is going to make you think a lot more and seek some answers. Well, also before I invite our guest, I want you to know My Secret Bookshelf is an online virtual book club also is an online bookstore and to know more log into mysecretbookshelf.co.in Amaya Prabhu is here and I'm going to send him a request do you know this is his practically happening on book talk with Shweta Rohira and I'm all excited because every story has resonated with me and has kept me and there's so much to ask hey Amaya welcome to book talk with Shweta Rohira hi hi hi, hi. Be on, uh, good to be on the chat with you hope you're well Right, well, I hope all well at your end too. Yes, thank you. I'm just going to adjust this a bit so it's better. Yeah, all well, all well. I'm actually today in, in Dhaka in Bangladesh. I come here for an event, so uh, visiting. So I'm logging in from uh, Dhaka today from our lovely neighboring country. So all viewers are all excited to know about your new book. And before I start a book talk, is there something you want to tell your viewers who are all excited to know about your current book? Uh, you know, honestly, I think, uh, you know, I think it's, as, as you know, it's a book of nine short stories. And um, uh, the, I mean, I travel a lot and I said the stories in different parts of the world, you know, also a commentary on various cultures. But at the same time, it's, it's a sign of how similar we all are, despite being from all over the world. So that was the idea of the book and uh, really happy to, uh, uh, you know, uh, be on your show today and uh, looking forward to, uh, you know, talking more about the book. So, you know, like you said, there are nine short stories. I wouldn't call them short because though they are made in like short words and in a short format, they still are quite deep stories. Like every story has a very deep lesson attached to it. And I also wouldn't want to give spoilers to the readers here. But was there a conscious effort to write your book with short stories? Uh, you know, certainly it was because, you know, uh, while of course the entire uh, book Yeah, yeah. So if you see the length, yeah. So if you see the length of the book, uh, it is actually a novel-length book. But uh, in terms of the stories, they are all about twenty-five to thirty pages each. And the idea was that uh, you know someone can read it over a couple of hours, maybe a flight, like a Bombay-Delhi flight. You can read one of the stories, and then you can pick up the book maybe a week later and just continue with a different story, which is in a way the theme is similar. But not very linked. So I think that was the idea of of the book that you know we can we can give the readers because I personally feel that the modern reader does not have the mind space or the time to read an entire novel. I mean I, I mean I'm, the mind, I mean I'm sure someone like you is a book aficionado does. But a lot of the I would say nine out of ten modern readers you know they want to read in smaller doses and that's why even if you see the advent of web series is versus a movie. And that that's what's happened. So I think that uh, uh, we certainly see that uh, the trend changing. And hence, I decided to focus on short stories. So while the book itself is a novel length book, the stories add up to that and the stories themselves are not. So I think that was the idea. So it was a conscious decision. I mean, even when I first spoke to publishers, they were like, oh, do short stories really sell? I'm not sure. So it was a bit of a risk. I'm, I'm certain it certainly was a bit of a risk. But 
I, I think it was a risk that I believe paid off because that there's been good feedback. People are enjoying reading the book. I've had uh, great, uh, you know, responses on the book. So, and I'm glad that I, I mean, I would definitely write a novel someday. But I think uh, short stories, at least to start with, are the way to go. So, what made you choose this specific nine stories amongst all the stories that you've come across in your life? You know, I think. Uh, you know, I keep jotting down ideas and thoughts whenever it, they come to me because you know, inspiration doesn't really need, uh, or rather, a thought or an inspiration doesn't really have a you know a timeline when it comes to you. It can come to you at any point in time. So I do keep jotting down uh, ideas, and you know, I had about twenty-five, thirty ideas on st stories which I wanted to write on, and uh, I think I just chose the nine which I mean, initially, as you know, I I wanted to do ten. uh i've again lost you i can't hear you ha huh. uh i heard initially you wanted to do 10 and then uh, we lost yeah. you to 10 and then later on i decided to do nine stories because of the fact that uh, i think the book felt right at at nine stories because you know and uh, i had so i had shortlisted 10 various different ideas of what i wanted to do and then i uh, chose to you know reduce it Uh, to nine because at that point in time this uh, and why I chose these because you know I think the themes were I mean the themes were quite dissimilar uh, in the sense that while the underlying thought of human journeys is what united all the stories I mean you have one story which is based in Japan one in Colombia one all over the world so I think uh, I mean and again again for example the stories that I chose of of for example we have the accidental philanthropist which is the first story in the book which is set in Japan about a, a Japanese billionaire who's very loved but sorry he was very rich but not very loved very successful but not very popular and he is someone who through the course of the story as you know goes through certain life changing experiences and we discuss this other story details as to how that impacts him so i think the uh, so that was one which i chose i chose another one the manifestations of anpao which is based in the us which has strong native american themes etc as well so i think uh, the reason why we i i, I chose them was they gave different facets of human life that i wanted to explore and uh, and again i think beyond this i just you know i remember i was actually had chosen a 10 story and when i finished the ninth one it just felt right i felt that i think that this is the right you know and again as i said it was not a conscious decision it just happened and i felt you know what i want to stop writing now because i think this book is ready so yeah so that that's that's the way that's the way it happened so i think a lot of art is a mix of planning but also Certain creativity or certain. I, I also believe it's it's a question of your instinct or gut, and I think that that's that's how I chose them, and that's why I decided to stop where I did. I totally agree with you on that because as an artist, as an expressionist, you have to follow your gut. If you know you don't follow that, you're not listening to your intuition when you are actually in the total essence of the subject. So I think I totally agree with you that you know the nine story just made the whole book complete. Obviously, this is a series you can always continue because there are so many stories that can connect. But yeah, this and at the same time, we have a lot of viewers here. Jahan Shah is saying an amazing read, great executed ideas. Cheers from Hong Kong. Uh, Rohan Jaisa is saying go Amaya Unicorn. Um, being for fabulous and book readers from jaipur are saying totally they agree with you on what you've said all this while and i have a question here that you know how did you decide on this quirky title 
You know, so the uh, so as, as as we discussed, the book is a series of nine short stories, and one of the stories is called "The Rock Babas," and it's about. Uh, a, I mean, it's actually the story is about a Swiss hotelier who's climb. He's uh, again a successful man who is very set in his ways, and he's you know very I would say planned, very organized. And when while he's climbing in the Himalayas, uh, specifically Kanchenjunga, he gets caught in an avalanche. He gets lost. and he wakes up and he's rescued by the secretive uh, uh bunch of monks known as the rock babas who play rock music and connect with the higher essence that exists in the world the higher you know you can call it god you can call it the greater energy that dictates the world but so so i call them the rock babas actually i thought of the concept of the rock babas and i wrote the story on the back of that and you know when it came to naming the book you know we went through several iterations you know what should we call it and you know in writing you know writing a book is a lot easier than naming a book and uh, right. you know it's, it's a lot of effort so i mean you know went through several iterations you know this that i mean and then finally i just said why not call it the rock babas and the other stories and other stories because i mean it's it's uh, it's definitely my favorite title even though we have pretty good titles otherwise like i think the accidental philanthropist is also a good title we have uh, memoirs of a dictator is a good title even if you look at a story like for example the broken nightingale is also a good title or even uh, manifestations of anpau of course most people may not get you know but so i i i do spend some time on the titles of of each of each story but when it came to actually titling the book it was such a struggle but i decided to finally go with the rock babas and other stories because i think that was quite uh, a cool uh, title to have but i have to say that you know when i got the book and it was like the rock babas and the other stories and the quirky monks you know playing the instrument here i was very intrigued like i had not read the blurb nothing it actually hold my attention i was just looking at the entire uh, cover and the colors on it and just the title made me want to read further like i had no idea what i was getting into but like you know you said it's difficult to name the title because it's a title that actually holds on your attention first and then the rest follows and i think the rock babas is just completely perfect it just also unites with the other stories in some way like you know at a deeper level yeah no i i, I guess so yeah sorry i mean i i think when people ask me such stuff i say i think it's best for the readers to know than me because they are the ones who because if we create the readers are the ones who give the feedback so when you tell me that it holds good i would say there's a good connection with the other titles i'm very happy to hear that you know so readers if you have read a book do review it on my secret bookshelf on other platforms dm the author let him know what you liked about the book and if you haven't then go online buy a copy you can buy it on my secret bookshelf.in besides that also on other platforms and do let us know what do you like the most about the book dm us we are waiting to know all about it but go after our book talk not right now so uh, back to our book talk uh, how long did it take you to write this book you know so i mean i wrote it pretty quickly i actually wrote it during the lockdown last year so i started it just before the lockdown when things were you know in mumbai i live in mumbai so when things were uh, the i would say the work from home etc was starting so around say the 10th 15th of march 2020 is when i started and i was done around the 15th of june so i actually wrote it in 3 months and it was to be honest a mammoth task because uh, of course everything was shut so that was an advantage and uh, it was but it was certainly a mammoth task but i actually set myself timelines that i want to finish x words in such a time and of course you don't meet them because you know 
there's a lot of research which also goes into these stories because if you you know when you go through let's say for example a story like agent holder which is based in the US in the state of georgia and it's about it's it's a it's a it's a detective story right it's about a criminal investigator and of course there's also an element of race crime in the US and uh, stuff like that but uh, i went mean, a lot of research that I had to do in ballistics you know for example that had to be in terms of how a gun is fired what sort of residue it leaves so i mean i knew none of these things so i had to actually study a lot of uh, of of because for example which i found out that different guns have different cartridges based on the cartridge and based on the you know the residue it leaves you can actually find out or you know for example based on where the bullet was you know hit you can find out exactly who was the person who fired it so it's very interesting actually all these things so there's a lot of research which went into these stories and i think uh, so that's why it took time but i think the the key here was uh, i was you know locked down in in, a, in an apartment so it was a lot easier if you ask me to write with the same speed today i think it'll be very tricky i mean uh, extremely tricky i would say well that was my question being in financial services entrepreneur founder and managing director like i mean you are a multitasker here so today if you have to write a book how would you discipline yourself you know as i keep saying on various platforms writing a book is 80% discipline you know it's it's all about taking the time out it's all about structure a lot of it is about you know making your outline sticking to a number of x number of words that you want to write and i mean there are people who don't do that there are people who write when inspiration strikes which is also fine but again within that you still need discipline to complete it in a set amount of time and the other flip side is that you ne- you're you're never really fully satisfied with anything that you write i mean each time i read my book i want to change something about it like even today when i read it i want to change something about it and i think the, the i mean some small thing some word here or something there and i think the other key here is that you know nothing will ever be perfect as an artist or as a writer or as a creator you need to draw a line and say that boss this is it we go out with it and tomorrow if there are meant to be iterations there will be iterations right but this is so i think if i'm going to go about it today i think i'm thinking of a couple of themes as to what to write next i'll probably start in the in the new year in 23 so i have a couple of themes on what i want to write i've also been researching a bit on what i want to write and uh, but i haven't chosen the beat sorry which year are you planning to start your next novel uh, uh, 22 sorry not 23 sorry my bad 2020 <laughs> yeah yeah sorry sorry you know you're right Five, long break. no 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 2022 sorry i i i i meant early next year as in early 2022 and uh, so i want to start writing again but uh, i think it will be trickier i think i'll have to take time off i'll have to you know certainly i, I the one good thing is i write better at night so in a way it kind of balances but then you also have to plan your sleep so i think uh, you know if 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 you work all day and write all night or rather most of the night i think it does definitely going to affect your health so i think i'll have to figure that out but uh, so maybe when we speak a year from now after i've completed the next book when things are open and i do hope that we overcome this corona crisis i do hope that this new wave or the not a wave really it's new variant which is in turns out to be not very dangerous because i mean to be honest while we are all worried about it most of the reports do say that the symptoms are very mild so i hope that continues and the world goes back to normal and you know because people's livelihoods are at stake so i hope that happens so things are open i you know and then but i think i'll end up writing weekends end up writing at night end up maybe taking some days off to write So maybe a year from now I can guide or guide on that better. 
you're deeply spiritual and uh, it does reflect in your writing you know like so what is spirituality for you you know i think if you ask me what is spirituality at the essence of it i think it's i think it's uh, something which is very deeply personal i do i think it's the way you connect with uh the energy that surrounds us because ultimately even us human beings we are ultimately energy right and the world is energy the nature is energy and you know when we are, and we are also a part of nature we have of course from being nature dwellers we've now become city dwellers and increasingly become disconnected with what uh, the essence of human beings were which was essentially connected with nature and if you see one of the reasons why i mentioned if you see a lot of these stories are about connections with nature you know if you see manifestations of anpao the rock babas even memoirs of a dictator the early days of of the person you know if you see they all essentially uh, you know connections with nature so i think uh, from that perspective you know we'll be very uh, so for me spirituality is about my personal connection with the energy that surrounds surrounds us and and i think basically a lot of wisdom is within us you know i think we need to just connect to that wisdom and we keep searching everywhere for wisdom we keep searching everywhere for knowledge and it's important to search around but ultimately when you look within so I mean think of it right the only time when our eyes are shut is when we sleep otherwise where everything is external we look out everything is external but as the greatest wisdom lies within us you know you close your eyes in the day while you're awake while you're aware and you look within us and the amount of wisdom you will find is it's incredible so for me really spirituality is about my connection with myself and in turn with the energy that surrounds me and i use meditation as a form to harness that you know i think that's the way i see it and again that does come out i guess in some of the stories not all of them but certainly in some of them and uh, and again i think uh, it helps you deal with the moral conundrums or the generic uh, uh, you know dilemmas that life faces right because if you see the manifestations of anpao it starts off by saying that there's good and evil in all of us it's it's really about what we feed you know and i think that i really believe in that i think no one is born evil i mean that's also the idea of memoirs of a dictator if you see that's the link between those two stories because he was born a normal guy he was born a nice guy he was born like you know and with time he increasingly gets corrupted and he personally doesn't believe he's corrupted as a dictator he still thinks he's doing good but all of us end up getting so it's really a question of the wolf you feed as the native american grandfather says it's a question of do you feed the good wolf or the bad wolf the, the good, you know the dark wolf or the wolf, wolf which is which is which is light so that that's something which we need to you know understand if my viewers wanted to ask you why should they read the rock babas and the other stories what would you tell them well firstly i would say because shweta recommended it so, and also because uh, you know i think that that's certainly one of the uh, one of the main reasons why they should read it but more important of course that's the most important reason but also other than that i think you know it's it's just my it's just a honest effort by someone to you know i mean to bring out what they believe and what they think i think it's it's also a book which i think you know it relates to everyone you know we i to be honest i see a bit of myself in each character and i'm sure that each person who reads this book will see a bit of themselves in each character they travels and tribulations they go through it the choices they have to make and ultimately how they overcome it and i guess in the case of one story how they fall prey to it as well which is also you know not everyone has the gumption or the tenacity to overcome a situation so i think that uh, uh, from a uh, from a personal point of view i think uh, it, it it's it's my ode to uh, you know I, i think it's it's in a way also, also very philosophical book it's also in a way that i think that 
all of us human beings who go through uh, you know through challenging situations how we can uh, i mean you, it makes you believe that we are not alone all of us go through it so i think it's it's a book which again it's a book of hope so when i wrote it during the lockdown there's a lot of death, people were despondent there's a lot of despair and i wanted to write something positive with everywhere i read was negative stuff all over right covid hai problem hai job losses people dying so i wanted to give a message of positivity so i guess the book is a message of hope the book is a message of positivity it's it's a book that is also a it i would say it wants to give people the courage to face up to situations and also realize that ultimately we are all the same we are all human beings we are all born we go through good times we go through bad times and we overcome those bad times and that's that's and then you know and ultimately one fine day we pass on to the next life and i think the circle of life is something which we should respect and uh, so i mean i know it's a bit of a roundabout answer to why people should read the book but i think but again at the same time it's a lot of fun you know i think it's 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 there's a there's a sense of humor to it and i do believe some day some of the stories could be made into a web series or a movie so i guess uh, that's the other element but anyway i think I, i mean i do hope that people enjoy the book whoever has read it has given me good feedback so far and uh, you know so yeah so i think and if you guys do read it please review it and do let us know and please you know i think we'd be very happy to you know and if there are, I mean, again if there's any criticism i'd love to hear that as well because i think that's what criticism strengthens anyone i think it's important every you know i, I think praise is cheap but criticism is something which you really can really mold you into something better so i'm happy to hear both and uh, i you know it, it it would be great to hear from your from the viewers the viewers do read good and whatever is your review we welcome both of it so after this book talk please do get your copies read and let us know how it and if you've already read it then do review it for us and for the other readers and i strongly recommend this book i'm repeating it again because i have enjoyed the stories and i've resonated with every character and i totally agree with you you know the best part amaya about the book is it doesn't come across very strongly because many a times when you're talking about such deep aspects and they come across strongly it puts you in a shell but these stories so well narrated that it automatically makes you seek some answers that you're seeking in life and it's done by subconsciously so that's the best part about your book no thank you and it was a conscious decision you know i i think i think again we have to respect the reader we have to respect the modern reader people don't like sermonizing you know and i definitely don't don't want to be someone who sermons i think it's important to you know spell out the stories give out the message subtly and i think it and i think the viewer i mean the reader is smart enough to understand or take away from the story what they want to i think you need really need i think if you see respect is a very core tenet of the book you know respecting cultures respecting religions respecting genders respecting indigenous people because you know i speak about all of th- these aspects and similarly i think respecting also the reader is very important because i think as an as an author you just bring out what you want to give and i think the reader should take away from it what they want and i think that that's a that's a very important aspect for me at least you know that one really must and that's why i said i also respect criticism because if that's their honest opinion i'm very happy to hear it so but yeah so that so you i think you you got it right i think it was a very subtle way to bring it out and i think that was the idea and on this note do you have your copy around so that we can take a selfie moment I before we move really don't because i i i forgot to pack it because you know as i said i'm i actually don't but what i will do is i will uh, what i'll do is i'll take a picture later on and i'll send it to you uh, you know so we can we can like maybe merge it in a collage or something the book so are you yeah. ready for 
I think in today's day and age to see such passion for literature and to see such passion for reading I think you know it's amazing what you're doing you know I think it's really really heart rendering that you're doing this and I wish you all the best and I really hope that you know you continue with as much gusto because it people I I think you're really bringing people back to reading and making reading fun so thank you so much as an author and thank you so much as someone who loves literature that you're doing this really appreciate it on behalf of all of us Thank you for these kind words. It's made me all the more enthusiastic about reading, and you know, it's appreciation that all of us want that we know we are on the right track. So thanks for these lovely kind words and making my day. But now I'm gonna not let you go. We are gonna have a quick rapid fire round. Are you ready for that? Sure. Looking forward to it. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you a few questions, and the first thing that comes to your mind is what you have to tell us. Okay. Okay. So let's start. Um, the Rock Baba and other stories. A uh, passion. Westland Publications. A uh, a great partners. Accidental philanthropist. Confused man. <laughs> Manifestations of one power. It's my ode. I mean, it's it's my ode to the Dark Knight and to uh, you know and and, and to uh, the strange case of Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. Memoirs of a dictator. Everyone needs to learn from such people because when things go wrong, they can go horribly wrong. Agent holder. Of of you know of of a victory of determination and of someone. Uh, uh, I would say a victory of determination and endless pursuit of justice. The rainbow prince. A reformist. Brave reformist. Sorry, a brave reformist. The man with the beard. Well, it's Fidel Castro in a way, so it's 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 that that's. But again, it's it's an anti-imperialistic sort of a story. The broken nightingale. I, you know, I mean, I think there are so many words that come out, but I would say I would say sadness of a career that could have been, yet celebration of something that was. The rock babas. Uh, well, I, 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 all I think of Deep Purple because Smoke on the Water, or you know, all, all, all my favorite nineteen sixties rock songs. If it's ever made into a movie, I'd love all of them being on it. The Shepherd. Love, love. You know, it's, it's, it's a love story. So I would say the strength of love. And lastly, book talk with Shweta Roira. Phenomenal. <laughs> Thank you, Maya, for your time, and it's so sweet of you to remove some time and talk to our viewers from Dhaka. Looking forward to reading this book, and looking forward to many more books from you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much, Shweta. Thank you so much to my secret bookshelf, and of course to Westland for arranging this. And uh, great viewers, thank you for being here. And you know, please uh, do buy a copy of the book. You know, either from Amazon or even from. A, any, I would say, any brick and mortar bookstore. I think it's important to support them as well. And uh, and please keep following Shweta's amazing page. And thank you so much. Thank you.
Thank you.